welcome to the Kid Next Door podcast, inspirational stories of compassion from the rising generation. We invite you to put yourself in the story, to use your wonder and imagination to dream up small or big acts of kindness you can offer the world. This is the Kid Next Door podcast. And this episode is sponsored by Slingshot. Slingshot is a nonprofit that helps young people build resilience, uncover and pursue their professional passions, and develop networks of people that can help them along the journey, ultimately helping them answer the inevitable question, what do I do with my life? Slingshot does this through programs in high schools, colleges, and direct coaching models. And soon, they'll even have an online course. You can learn more about them and their founder's book, Be More Like You, at helloslingshot.org. Now let's meet the kid next door. All right, here we go. Ready? Yep. <laughs> All right, sweet. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Kid Next Door podcast. I am sitting here with the kid next door. This is Zoe. Zoe, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> First of all, I want to apologize because I did some detective work. We, My daughter's in the same ballet studio. We were at the recital, and Sarah, the teacher, got up, and she started talking about your story. And I was like, that's the kid next door. We have to know this story. Can you tell me a little bit about your, your childhood? And then what gave you the idea to do this incredible thing that you're doing that you're going to know in a minute? Um, yeah, so my twin sister and I, we were adopted when we were 13 months old from China. And so we've grown up in Spokane, Washington since. Um, and then I guess when we were like super little, we were like a part of like adoption groups for Chinese families and we were pretty involved with that. But then as we got older, this groups kind of just fizzled out because a lot of people like moved around and people got really busy. But, um, since I was like super young, I've always known that I was adopted. It was a little obvious in my family. Um, but my parents were pretty open about it and I always just thought it was really cool to learn about like China and like where I was from. Um, and especially to, um, one of my best friends, uh, she's also adopted from China, but other than that, um, just in Spokane in general, there's not that many um, people who are adopted from China that I know personally. So I always just thought it was cool to like, learn more about it. And then when I got to high school, um, I joined DECA, which is like kind of like a business club for oh, high yeah, schoolers, yeah. and they also have it at the collegiate level. Um, and so I joined DECA, and so I like to do like the written written papers um, and presentations. And so I was trying to think of ideas my junior year for a business because my sophomore year, my partner and I, who also was adopted from China, we came up with an idea for like a business that helped like adoptive families like find resources and stuff. And that's what our paper is kind of based on that year. And so the my junior year, I um, competed by myself. And so I was trying to think, I was like, that idea did really well of just like, tying in that personal like story of being adopted and helping other adoptive families I was like so like what's a better idea for that this year and so I came up with the idea for a subscription box um, for Chinese adoptees and their family that will help them like learn more about um, their country of birth and have like cultural items that like um, that can help them understand more about China yeah. um, and also like think of ideas for ways for uh, other adoptees to be able to connect with one another. Um, and so I, that was like a startup idea type yeah. thing that competed my junior year in DECA and did really well, did really well at state, was a finalist mm -hmm. at state. Um, and then this year I decided, I was like, cause I competed in the W and the Washington State University business plan competition in April of 
2021. Okay. <laughs> so like yeah. last year. Um, and I won the the high school um, division. Oh, we've got a champ in the house. Okay, for this project. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and so I've always not been very interested in like pursuing business. Um, I was because I'm going to go to college and study education. But um, after the WC competition and seeing like the judges' feedback and then the spokesman. Um, review wrote an article about me and I got a lot of good feedback from just people in the community who were like this is a good idea like I would I'd be interested in this product and I did some surveys and got a lot of good results uh, good results and responses from that um, interest-wise level and so I was like oh maybe I should actually make this a thing um, and so then I um, officially uh, registered uh, it, oh it's called Red Thread Unraveled I don't know if I ever said oh, that yeah. yet. Oh yeah say that again Red Red Thread Unraveled. Red Thread Unraveled. Awesome. Um, uh, it's based off of, there's a, like an ancient Chinese uh, proverb that's um, that's used a lot in adoption. It's, uh, uh, it's something along the lines of, there's an invisible red thread that connects those destined to meet. The thread may stretch or tangle, but never break. Oh, um, wow. And so that's used a lot in like adoption, like a child finding the for, their forever family. And so that's kind of how I made my company and like my little logo thing has like a little box with a red thread. Um, so anyways, I last September, I registered it as a limited liability company. So and how old are you? Um, 18. 18 years old. Okay, you you registered. You have a, a your own company, and you're doing box subscriptions to change the world and uh, for students and make them feel like they yeah belong yeah, yeah. to their country where they came from. And then I competed wow. with it in Deca this year again in a different um, event wise. And then I call, ended up qualifying for nationals. So back in April, I went and competed in Atlanta, Georgia, at nationals with my idea. Oh wow, <laughs> that's awesome. So. Put yourself, I guess, um, this is young Zoe. Somebody uh, somebody created this idea, and then Zoe gets a box from this person. And you open the box, and what, I mean, what, do you, what is little Zoe going through when she opens up a box and kind of sees these treasures from place that maybe she doesn't know that much about? Um, yeah, what, what's going through your mind, yeah, in that situation? I think it's just a lot of like curiosity and the excitement to like learn. Um, it's because it's a lot more hands on and it will be a lot more hands on engaging than if you were just like go on the Google and search up like fun facts about yeah, China. Yeah, yeah. And two, especially because it's aimed at adoptees specifically, they're, um, I'm planning on having some items in the box um, that are going to help adoptees connect with one another. Wow. So it's not just like a box about just China, but it's like personal to like being adopted. Um, and so I think it'll be oh, the excitement wow. also. It's not just your generic like subscription box that's going to teach about a culture because there's a lot of those out yeah. there, but it's also specific to Chinese adoptees, which is really cool. So when are these boxes ready? I have. <laughs> okay, so they're originally, um, because of my deco timeline of competing and stuff, I had all my materials ready in like sometime like February. Um, however, it just got, <laughs> kept getting delayed um, from when I wanted to start like actually selling them. Because I have like a yeah. website and everything, but just getting like all that like set up and stuff, I had a lot of other things come up, which 
required my immediate attention right then and there. I mean, there yeah, you, like ballet like four <laughs> days a week. You're applying for colleges. You're uh, trying to enjoy your senior year. Yeah, there's a few things going on. And then starting a limited liability company. Yeah, <laughs> might yeah. as well. So <laughs> hopefully um, between sometime now and um, mid-August before I leave for college, the first one will definitely be so, out. Um, why did you create this? Was there something that you wanted more like me, growing up or yeah, why, why, would, why did you create this box to have somebody else have a different experience than you? Cause I was thinking about like resources for Chinese adopt because like, that's what my partner and I, my sophomore year when I did DECA, that's what we were thinking. We we're like, well, there's so many resources out there, but it's not, it's like more for like the immediate at the beginning of adoption. It's more for the parents, like what they expect after you've adopted or like wow. here's some resources to help you connect with your community or like, the original like kind of groups like I was talking about at the beginning, like people are part of groups, but then it kind of fizzle out. So how can you keep that continue as a child grows up? Because now I'm like, well, I can go on to Google and just search up like fun China facts, Chinese right, right, facts right, yeah. stuff. But it's not as it's not very hands on, and it's not. And again, most of the resources are aimed towards younger. Um, adoptees or just at the very beginning stages of the adoption process. Wow, it seems like you are um, you are inviting people in. Like you are providing a resource, not just maybe a pamphlet to say, hey, you go out and find these resources, but you're actually providing the resource. <laughs> Would that be, yeah, yes. accurate? <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Okay, how does it feel to create something like this to make the world a better place? Why do you even bother? Why do you even do this? I think it's something that I would have liked when I was younger. And then I think, too, is just seeing how the responses I got from people, even when it, even when I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to actually want to try to pursue this at all. But then to see other people's excitement about the idea or other people having relating to the same like struggles or like feelings that I faced, I was like, oh, wow, this is like something that other people would want and it's an actual um, issue that other people are facing. Yeah. It's like, so. Wow. It just takes a little spark or a little idea to kind of change the world and, and changing the world. That's what this podcast is all about. Little things or big things, because sometimes just getting out of bed in the morning mm -hmm. um, is heroic. And then there are, there are times where these ideas come and you have this idea and then you actually, you know, follow through with it because you see a deeper need in the world and you're like, Ooh, I want to make the world a better place. Have you always, is that kind of a motto of yours? Like you, yeah. Making the world a better place. Is that important to you? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And in what ways, um, what ways can you encourage others to do that? How to live kind of compassionate lives? I think just, with everyone that you meet, know that everyone has their own things going on and that um, your impression of people can change and that it will change if you take the time to get to know other people or even if you don't actually get to know them super well as long as you're just stay open-minded about that uh, fact that people can change and people can, do, uh, can be kind and do good things and that everyone has the potential to do good and you have to sometimes give people the opportunity to do it. And it seems like you're living that out, um, yeah, in your life. And it's really cool. I wanted to talk <laughs> about your story. So I do have some, okay, some, um, some rapid fire questions here. Okay, are you ready? These could be funny. These could be dead serious. Okay, Zoe, here we go. Okay, no pressure. 
Panthers or Wildcats? Panthers. Okay. <laughs> she goes to me. That was a trick one. All right. Ballet or modern? Ballet. Okay. Choosing ballet. Pizza, burger, or other? Pizza. Nice. My favorite. All right. Bieber or Harry Styles? Or neither? Neither. Okay. Who's the band in Zoe's playlist right now? What were you listening to on your way in here? I don't know, actually. You're just so focused. Yeah. I listen to podcasts a lot when I drive. Nice. Okay. What makes a good podcast? Because I really want to know. I like to listen to a lot of ones about parenting. Nice. <laughs> Psychology ones. I just think it's so interesting. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I love that. And I think um, leading with compassion and leading with love is uh, a great way to parent, not shame or guilt or anything like that. If you'd like more information on Red Thread Unraveled, check out um, Zoe's website or click on the link of our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. Zoe, knock, knock. Who's there? The kid next door. <laughs> the kid, the next, kid door. Tech. The kid next door. Zoe is the kid next door. <laughs> Zoe's the kid next door. Until the next chapter, make it a great day. All right. Nice. <laughs> cool.